This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Today, Let's talk about the B.C. government's trade offices in Asia now. There's around 13 of them in places like China, Japan, Korea, India. The news breaking yesterday, the government will cancel contracts for these offices in the region. Staff will be transferred into federal embassies and consulates throughout Asia. This came out yesterday after the B.C. Liberals got the drop on it, and they are not happy about it at all. I'm going to speak to Bruce Ralston in a moment, the B.C. government cabinet minister responsible for it, but have a listen to this. This is my conversation earlier in the show with B.C. Liberal leader Andrew Wilkinson. Well, you know, they tried to hide this. They tried to do this secretly because the offices involved are 12 to 15 hours ahead of BC, so they got the message on New Year's Eve. They're firing all these people. And now they're going to talk about hiring BC government employees to go and sit in the Canadian embassies. Well, that doesn't work because you're sitting next to Ontario and Quebec, and the feds get the calls, and the feds say, hmm, we better take care of Ontario and Quebec first. And what happens is the Fed think of B.C. in terms of log exports. They don't think of B.C. in terms of engineering and architecture and aircraft and all the fancy things that we do here. So the NDP are doing this purely to save some money. We do a huge amount of trade with Asia. It's actually growing in dollars. We need to be building this trade with Asian countries. The NDP and their small-minded way are going to go hide in Victoria and pretend it's not real. All right, as Liberal Leader Andrew Wilkinson speaking earlier today on the show. Let's get the government's reaction to that now. My guest is Bruce Ralston. He's BC's Minister of Trade. Minister, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem, Mike. Great to be on. What, what's going on here with these offices? What are you guys doing there? Well, what, uh, what is happening is we are transitioning from a model where there were contracted uh, services uh, to uh, government employees who will be co-located in Canadian embassies and uh, and consulates, it's a model that uh, Alberta uh, follows, uh, Ontario, uh, and Quebec. We think it will um, the service will continue. We think it will be a, a much more effective way to deliver the service. We are paying at the moment about 1.6 million dollars in office leases that will no longer be required to pay, and that saving will be invested back in people and uh, and and building the trade network for British Columbia's exports. Obviously, uh, exports, uh, being a small open economy uh, in British Columbia and in Canada, is really an important part of what we do. We have a number of programs where we promote BC companies, uh, and that creates jobs here in British Columbia, of course. Once you move beyond a local or regional market into an international market, you have uh, potentially many more customers for your goods or services. So, oh. so that's that's the shift. Um, it's uh, anyone who says that we are leaving those jurisdictions is is misinformed, and that is just flatly wrong. So we place a high continue to place a high priority on trade, our trading uh, relationships, and uh, this model will be uh, is being uh, will be implemented uh, in uh, in April. Okay, you mentioned the cost savings there of 1.6 million to to cancel these office leases. If you if you're saving money here, are you saying that the money that's saved will be reinvested in the region in trade development in Asia, so the budget exactly. will remain the same? Okay, exactly, exactly right. Okay. And this is not a this is not a secret. We 
We discussed this in the estimates debate in the legislature. Uh, the, one, the liberal critic asked about it, and uh, that was signaled. Uh, there have been ongoing discussions with Canada and with key stakeholders. The, the reason for the announcement at this time is the contracts require 90 days notice, and most of them expire at the end of the fiscal year, which is March 31st. So um, that's why the notice was given to the contractors first. Um, and then uh, perhaps in retrospect, we might have uh, made an announcement with it. We were planning to make an announcement, but we thought it's appropriate to let the people directly concerned to have the contracts know first. Okay, you say that it wasn't a secret, but there really what there was no public announcement on this. I mean, the public found out about this yesterday from the Liberal Party, not from you guys. Uh, why this? Why the secrecy there? Why didn't you make an announcement? Well, this was happening. As I as I as I just just said, I, what we did, what we chose to do, is notify the contractors first. Clearly, someone, perhaps I'm guessing, uh, gave that information to to other people, but. Um, it, 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 it's, uh, it's well known that we were reviewing these contracts, that the opposition was aware of this nine months ago. Wow. Uh, and we plan to make a major, uh, bigger announcement uh, in the new year. But um, in retrospect, perhaps we should have done it that way. But, but uh, there's, no, there's no secret here. Uh, these are, yeah. We're shifting the service delivery model, which uh, will save money that will be invested back in the service and uh, we have opportunities to to do great things with uh, uh, new people in in our key markets okay you heard the criticism there from liberal leader andrew wilkinson in the comments that we played he is very critical of this move he believes that we'd be a lot more effective in promoting our goods and services for sale in asia with a standalone bc branded trade office in these key markets how how can you assure people that by uh, transferring staff into federal embassies and consulates that you're going to do better in promoting BC over there? Well, let me give you an example. Back uh, when I was in opposition, uh, I went to uh, my colleague uh, Harry Baines and I on our on our vacation went to the BC office in Chandigarh. The BC office in Chandigarh is housed at the Canadian consulate office in Chandigarh, India. That was an arrangement that existed uh, under the Liberals. So these these arrangements uh, have existed in the past, and and uh, even even at that time, that was deemed to be very effective. Uh, was a a good way to do it. Well, Obviously, British Columbia and British Columbians have a lot of interest in Chandigarh being the uh, the capital of the uh, Punjab state. So so there's there's nothing there's nothing really very surprising about the way in which these services are delivered and as i said other provinces uh, do the same thing the government well, well, what do you what when, do you whenever i visit uh, and uh, my colleague uh, george chow as well when we visited uh, uh, seoul and tokyo in uh, in the spring of this year uh, we we met with the uh, canadian ambassador to japan ian bernie we met with the canadian ambassador to Korea, uh, Michael Daniger, uh, and they provide uh, support services. Uh, they, they, the, the the services work closely together in, on a day-to-day basis. Work closely together with the Canadian consulates or embassies right now. 
But what so about the, the minister? minister really, the changes really recognizes what uh, the reality on the ground is. What about if you get into a situation, though, Minister, where you have a federal government whose policies might be at odds with our industrial and economic priorities here in British Columbia? I'm thinking specifically of Justin Trudeau's commitment in the recent election to transition the B.C. salmon farming uh, to close containment salmon farming and take salmon farming nets out of the, out of our waters within five years. I mean, that is obviously not in the interests of the B.C. salmon farming industry, and these offices are trying to sell f- uh, farmed fish to Asian customers. Isn't that a conflict? Um, well, I think that's a sort of uh, difference of opinion that can be managed, and and it's one example. But generally, the interests of British Columbia and Canada are aligned, and those senior officials, um, whether they're ambassadors or consul generals, are quite willing to recognize British Columbia's economic priorities. We are, uh, as a province, the biggest uh, trader among provinces with Asia. They recognize our leadership, and they're happy to work with us. Uh, the Invest in Canada Agency, uh, which uh, is a federal, new federal agency, which seeks to attract investment dollars to British Columbia, the the head of that is the former head of the Vancouver Economic Commission. So they, these are people that have a very good understanding of British Columbia. They are proud Canadians, and they're, they really want to, to work with us to, to expand trade. And, and, it, and trade is, is pretty practical. I mean, what it means is if, if your company uh, sells uh, more goods uh, in, in, a, in another market, it creates jobs here. And the companies right. that have the ability to trade and export are generally higher growth companies, uh, more effective long-term, and uh, it's, okay. it's good for British Columbia and it's good for Canada. Last question Last question for you. Don't If you put these offices or these staff into Canadian embassies and consulates, how long is that going to take? And, is, and do we risk losing some business in, during the transition period? The, the transition will, will be seamless. That's why we've given the, the 90 days notice. But we've been in touch with Global Affairs Canada already uh, a long time ago. This has been worked out, and, and the details are, are well in motion. And it, that will okay. be in place uh, at the time of the transition. And, then, and uh, the service will be, will, will be seamless. There will be uh, all, the, all the current clients and contacts will be uh, advised of this introduced and uh, there, there will be no break in service no no gap whatsoever thanks for coming on thanks very much Mike.